740 at DWS, State Senator Chapin Rose on the phone this morning. Chapin, how are you, sir? What's going on, Gentry? How you doing, buddy? We're good. Glad to have you with us this morning. What are you up to today, by the way? Well, I'm heading up to the big city of Chicago for a work meeting. But, okay. Uh, that's what I'm doing. How are you? We're good. We're good. We caught the uh, Cardinals last night. Baseball very much on everybody's mind today. So we've got a lot happening around here. Yeah, thank goodness the Cardinals are doing something. Otherwise, it's pretty bleak in East Central Illinois on a sports front. Yeah, that's uh, that's right right now. But we've got that going on. What else is happening? I guess uh, the governor's put out a five-year plan for what ought to happen here in Illinois. What do you think about that? Well, I haven't had a chance to review every detail, but I think it's important that we have a plan. That the first thing I think we need to do right now is get a, <clears throat> honestly, get a, a little bit of a rainy day fund put together. Uh, there was a study that came out a week ago or two weeks ago now that we have the smallest rainy day fund in the uh, in the country, in the state of the country. I wasn't aware I, we still had one. You didn't know, right? Exactly, and I think it's about thirty minutes worth of uh, state spending, but. Yeah, uh, you know, this would be the time to do it. Uh, honestly, we got veto session coming up in, in two weeks. Um, that's the thing I think most people are looking ahead to. Um, I saw that uh, he said that we're going to do anything on on energy issues in veto session. or He didn't want to do anything on energy issues in veto session. There are a bunch of people calling for him to do some stuff there. But there's only about six or seven vetoes uh, on the table um, for the entire six day event. So. Uh, this could be a pretty, pretty much of a, a nothing burger uh, of a veto session. I know that the city of Chicago's asking for some changes to the casino gaming bill, um, but that's about it. I mean, there's just not a whole lot on the uh, on the the uh, you know on the docket for the veto. So I wouldn't be surprised if they canceled a couple of days. To be honest with you. Well, I was uh, amazed that Chicago looked at casino gambling and went, hey, wait a minute. If we lay all these taxes on here, they're not going to make any money. It was really funny watching the role reversal there, for sure. I mean, you know, they, you know the city of Chicago mayor comes in and says, wait a minute. With all these taxes and regulations, we can't get anybody to come here. Exactly. Shocking. Yeah, it Surprise. is, isn't it? What do you yeah, think is going to happen? Know, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. Go, you, you, go ahead. I was just going to ask. We've got this big grandiose plan for Danville. What's uh, what's going to happen with that? Do you think? I think it's a pretty amazing. It could be pretty transformational for for Danville. Um, you know, that was the hope we'd have with, with these things that are located on the border uh, areas of our state that you could pick up money coming into Illinois from across the, the state line. So for Rockford. And actually, if you look at it, unlike the Chicago casino that seems to be struggling to find anybody with interest, both the Rockford and the Danville obviously have, have found people with interest. So, um, you know, look, uh, time will tell, but certainly what's been put out there is is uh, a pretty eye-catching proposal, that's for sure. Well, they uh, had to do something to compete with Indiana, who's uh, preparing to open one up down in southern Indiana. They They seem to think that, well... If Indiana gets casinos together, Illinois is out of the out of the loop here. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of why it was we're either going to have to do this or not do it, right? In terms of timing with the Danville Casino, um, specifically for that reason, you've had the same arguments um, across state lines in Wisconsin. I think that a lot of that is um, competitive noise from from other 
um, other providers, uh, other businesses that are engaged in those, you know, those operations. It's sort of a, a marketing thing, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, obviously people have stepped forward in Rockford and Danville. Um, so I, I, you know, I keep my fingers crossed, but, it, you know, so far it looks a heck of a lot better than the position Chicago's in. You know, China seems to be melting down at this point. The NBA canceled uh, media sessions in China this oh week gosh, for the Brooklyn right? Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers. What do you think is going to happen with all this? Well, you know, the first thing you you look at is that is true totalitarianism, right? I mean, yeah. that is what happens when you're in a, a you know an autocratic authoritarian you know dictatorship as opposed to a democracy, and. Um, I think scares me more, frankly, uh, than what they're doing as a country is what some of our businesses in this country are doing to kowtow and capitulate to us. Absolutely. And when I see that, that ESPN has instructed, you know, all of their anchors, all of their analysts, all of their talent not to directly discuss the topic, uh, frankly, that's far more chilling to what we do here every day of the week um, than something that, that, that only affects the, you know, the people in China. But you know, this is, in my mind, I think, uh, really scary that that you have American companies who are, you know, backing down to these types of uh, this type of uh, um, authoritarianism. I mean, it just that's what worries me the most. Well, we have that going on there, and then we've got the president trying to negotiate with China at this point. He's still trying to get his point across about you know uh, uh, economic issues and everything, and China still keeps trying to gum up the works he's sticking to his guns on it and a lot of people are still unhappy well I'll, I'll tell you this much um and uh it it look i think that the impeachment i'm in the state i'm have nothing to do with this on a federal level but i think the impeachment is really uh, nothing's going to get done for the next year right nothing no i don't um, think so no. I, mean, I mean the democrats are going to do this they should have done it already and now everything's shut down. You guys were talking about it on, you know, this show earlier this morning, the Mexican-Canada trade pack. That's mm-hmm. going to be hopelessly mired, never get anywhere. I mean, you've got all these major decisions and things that have to happen, and they're all caught up in that now. And if you're the Chinese, why on earth would you negotiate with Trump when he's in the middle of this battle? And if you're Trump, you know, you're, you don't have time to negotiate with the Chinese because you're dealing with this. I just think, you know, the election's in a year. Let the voters sort it out. That's what that's what China apparently is counting on at this point. The way it looks, yeah, that's interesting. Well, I, I just think I just think we're going to be hopelessly mired for the next year in this. And important things like the Mexican Canada Pack and you know, concluding all these other important items are just going to be lost. Yeah, absolutely lost. It so, sure is. Anyway, all right. So, hey, we'll catch you later, Dave. Have a great day. I would. I will say go Illini, um, but it's getting harder by the day to say that for football, but I'll say it. So. Well, we're just going to have to stick it out, buddy. That's right. Been All sticking right. it for a while. Been yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we'll see you, man. Okay, thank you, Chapin Rose, State Senator. we got more coming up on DWS.